Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dating But Nothing Series with Gary and Natasha. Natasha, what's good? What's going on, Gary? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, Where are we at right now? Episode 14. If you want the cat, you got to take the kittens. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, 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 that's a very good episode. It's, it's, it's going to be a very, very interesting episode, so stay tuned. Yes. We have a special guest coming on halfway through so stay on the line for that um yes. but how's your week going so far how was your week so far today? it has been so hectic so this was back to school um i started a new job okay congratulations and thank you thank you um and i am home I'm not with Freckler Bay every single day anymore, so okay. it's been a transition. Is that a good or a bad thing? Um, if I can be completely honest, I don't know because uh, I have to put my 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 um hands over my face and just drop my head and say I fell for him. I'm falling for him. I should say. Oh, okay, okay. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> nobody ask you shit gary but yeah uh, <laughs> we we literally have we still just have so much fun like the last weekend i was there we lounged around we cooked we had dinner um we went so we've he's not black so we we've gone together to like black spots we've gone to like mediterranean spots but we hadn't actually gone to like a white spot um okay. this we is a white to, spot like italian food uh no it was actually like a uh, karaoke so oh, okay. we went to a, a white spot <laughs> <laughs> we went to a white spot and we had a blast we actually had a blast um when i was leaving him on sunday i i think i've been falling for him but i kind of just you know try to brush it to the side my god sister tells me all the time like you're gonna fall you're gonna fall and i'm like well you better fucking catch me so i don't trip but um he when i was we were kind of just lounging around and he hugged me this is when i realized like shit natasha he hugged me but it was like the most it was the sweetest hug mind you we cuddle we do all those things but the way that he just like hugged me and rested his head on my chest like it was kind of one of those romantic things where our hearts like synced up i mean maybe this is all in my head because he could have just been thinking like oh pillows but for me it was like when he laid his head on my chest i just was like okay shit didn't want this to happen, but it's happening. But I mean, we still talk, we still text, we communicate regularly. We'll see each other tomorrow and this weekend. So it, it's not that it has fallen off yet. I mean, it's still the end of summer now, I guess. So it's still time for it to end if it was just a summer fling. But for now, it's still on. Um. Anyway, what about you? What's going on with you and Bahama Mama? Um, Bahama Mama. Um, she actually um kind of cut me off. Um. She didn't ghost me, technically. She hit me with some um, uh, voice texts. I, should, I think you call them, or voice messages, whatever you call them. Um, she will, uh, Basically, the reason why she gave me is because she wasn't comfortable with the podcast. And this is a PSA. Okay. And now, so if anyone here, if I'm talking to anyone, 
You can go back to episode 14 for the PSA. Now, the podcast is about online dating. I'm not on here bashing any women that I dated or making them look bad, put them in a bad light or anything like that. I don't think I have. I just told the truth, my truth, about each person that I'm, I'm seeing. The reason I started this podcast is to get people talking about online dating. People think of it as, as, of it as a bad thing. No one wants to admit they're on Tinder or this and a third. This is a conversation we have with two people who are doing online dating. We're not the only ones in the world who's doing it because we're meeting people. All right. So when I met this person, they went through and listened to every single episode before I talked about them on the podcast. They knew what the podcast was going to be about. They, they even asked me what their nickname was going to be when I mentioned them on the podcast. And if anyone has a problem with me mentioning them on a podcast, I will not mention them. Easy as that. Say, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this. Don't mention me. I won't do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just say, I, I'll say I'm dating someone. We're having fun. That's about it. But she wasn't okay with that. Some things she said in the text were not okay. I totally um, agree. Yeah, because I, I sent them to you. So I don't care if she knows that. I sent them to to you so you know exactly what she said. Shit ain't private between us. We've been doing this for a while. Yep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put them online or anything like that, but I mean we could. It's just crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that to her. Um she was a good person. She just she just she's just not ready for the online dating world. But we'll but we'll get into that at a later date where we discuss stepping into the online dating world when you're ready to. I agree. Um yeah. and when we do address her, um we don't have to give her much much uh radio play podcast play today since she has such a an issue with the podcast but i do yeah. have i have some really good advice for her and some choice words for her as well because she's a grown-ass yeah. woman and she needs to conduct herself accordingly yeah so i'm not sure if she's gonna listen to this if she does hey what's up um <laughs> But now we don't we don't we don't speak to them. We are nice for what? <laughs> she does not get a hello. We'll treat her ass like she invisible. Like yeah, new phone, really. new number, who this? <laughs> yeah, she might she might not even do it because she blocked me. For what? So I don't understand that. I ain't do nothing to you. <laughs> but it is what it is. You 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 took what I said and ran with it the way you wanted to run with it. So tweet your zone. But um yeah. I, I, I am back in the dating world doing what I do best is not put all my eggs in one basket because obviously that made people uncomfortable when I say that I don't do that you know I'm sure we have so many female listeners who are probably like nope you just got a bad apple and don't like that bad yeah. apple spoil it for the whole bunch no no I'm not I'm not I'm not I, 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 like, I, I tried with that one and being in the dating world you Every person you meet is not going to be the one that stays in your life. So I, I, I learned that the hard way starting in the beginning and going forward, I've learned um, not to expect that. So yeah, I, I had a feeling it was coming. So I knew it was coming, actually, because I was about to do yeah. the same thing. So she beat me to the punch a little bit. <laughs> well, actually, no, she she fucked up a good thing and she will realize, you know, Grass is not always greener when you're seeking an arrangement. Yep. Good, nope. good, good luck with the good luck with the saggy balls. But you have some uh, news. For us. Yes. So 
after last episode, I touched on, I mean, people hit me up on my MIDM about this particular headline. And I meant to, I saw it before we started the podcast, but I, for some reason I didn't t- touch on it. I wanted to touch on Hinge, which wasn't more important than this. So this is from ABC News. Police investigating suspect suspected dating site killers claims, suspected dating site killers claims up to seven murders. Now, it's a guy who was in New York. He, he dated seven people. Well, only seven people got killed through the app. Some of them got raped as well. Um, but he he said that voices in his head told them that that they had to go. And wow, yeah, and this is a scary thing because he he doesn't look he doesn't from his mugshot he looks a little bit crazy. But I'm guessing from his profile he probably didn't look crazy. He probably looked normal. He probably thought it was nothing wrong with it. Something mentally wrong with him. So he probably needed some therapy or something like that. But that's something that I want to touch on because being safe out here is for men and women not just for women either because um it could happen either way but True. i wanted natasha to talk about this because she's in the dating world and you do certain things when you go out on dates well when you were going out on dates um so i want you to tell our listeners your way of staying safe definitely like okay so you, the, the only there is no 100 percent guarantee that you're going to be safe whether you're going on a date with a stranger or whether you're going on a date with your spouse you just don't have those guarantees but you can take so many preventative or cautionary measures so when i'm meeting someone and we're about to to go out um generally like well always i need to talk to you on the phone first i need to hear your Mm -hmm. voice and if possible, we need to video call or FaceTime. I need to see you before I actually see you. Um, when I'm on, when we're meeting somewhere, first meeting should literally always be in public. Maybe even the second. I mean, anything could happen to you in public as well, but it's just, you know, those types of people, if they're going to kill you, rape you, etc., it's just kind of less likely that they're going to just do that like in the middle of Olive Garden or something like that. Shout out to Olive Garden because that fucking salad and that dressing is bomb. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so public, meet in public until you are comfortable with this person and then, you know, decide where you want to go. When you, every time you meet this person, you need to have your friends tracking you. Like you can turn, you can turn on a tracking app or if you have, um, most people use WhatsApp because, you know, you just do. So if you use WhatsApp, they have where you can share your live location for, I don't know, an hour, eight hours, 24 hours. You have it on just, um, the app through Google maps. You have the app on the iPhone, like you can be tracked and make sure your tracker is on. If you have two cell phones, make sure you take both of them and turn the tracker on both because, you know, a lot of times your killer is going to think, all right, I got her cell phone. I can just rape her now and leave her trapped in the dungeon. But little does he know you have your backup cell phone in your sock, you know, so you still are protected. Um, you if know what you I was a, thinking? What's that? Why don't none of the, I'm not sure if there's one out there, but I don't like Tinder, Bumble, um, any of the big names, POF have a tracking locator in the app for when you go on dates that's something that would help make it a little bit more safer and feel make people feel more comfortable 
when going out on dates? I feel so. Probably for the liability, because yeah. I would think the I liability, so, yeah. if something happened to you, they still could get sued, or yeah, if true. your spouse found out you were cheating, you still could get, like, you know, it could, probably the liability aspect, but you, I mean, as you have so many options, like, a lot of people's cars have trackers on them, you know, a lot of cars yeah, come equipped with Wi-Fi, you can put a tracker through your car, like, you have options. Women have make sure you have a taser minimum make sure you have a taser and some uh, mace minimum me personally i have a license to carry so i will shoot the shit out of you if i have to and i always make sure that i let my date know i am strapped so maybe they'll think twice about taking it there um this was a scenario the news was where a guy you know had female victims but men can be victims as well i mean women they can slip your roofies and make it do what it do they can you know throw themselves at you and then if you refuse of course they can say that you raped them or that you you know were the aggressor so men have to also protect themselves and you can do so by really the if a woman is coming on too strong, you can always excuse yourself, you know, and if that's not something that you can do, you know, immediately, maybe take out your phone and start recording, you know, turn on your recorder on your phone, leave it in your pocket um, so that she doesn't know she's being recorded or fucking blatantly take it out and just Snapchat. So she knows that like, all right, well, if you try to take it there, you know, here it is for the world to see that nah, this was on you. You were the aggressor. I didn't even want to touch you. So guys have to protect themselves as well but definitely make sure that you are being tracked make sure people see your face like if you're on a, a blind date or a tinder date or pof date walk in front of cameras and restaurants and stores be seen and yeah, definitely make sure like it, you kind of really have to get a really good feel for the situation for the person like when it comes to the one night stands or if you're just trying to you know bust it open because i think you know this guy raped one of the women at her house right so maybe yeah. she invited him back to her place if it's going to be a situation where you're inviting someone back to your place i mean maybe have again be strapped have a gun there have a couple of cell phones um know where your knives are at know where your knives are scream like fight and defend yourself as much as you possibly can you know just to deter him away from actually thinking that you are like an easy target i mean sometimes situations are avoidable and it's completely unfortunate that you know he took it you know upon himself to take the lives of you know innocent women who just were looking for whatever on tinder you know and when it's avoidable i mean what can we do except for pray for our nation but fight fight back men fight yeah. back when it's happening to you women fight back when it's happening to you just yeah, get, like, I mean, like even if you go back to that podcast where i was talking about going to the pool with them i sent my friends the address where i was going where the person texted me the address where i was going because this was the first time talking i never met this person before they told me to come to a place if I feel like I'm being set up, I always, I always do that because it's like, um, what's what I'm looking for? Anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes, That's sometimes true. it's good to have anxiety. It's like PTSD. Like when you're driving, you think someone's following you. 
But that's true. You should, yeah, but you, well, you should have that caution when going out. You can't trust everyone. Everyone is not trustworthy just by the look of their eyes. They are pretty eyes. They're pretty. They're cute. Whatever. You can't trust everyone. People mentally are not always there. That's true. And another thing too, um, especially if you are, if you do take it to, you know, a point where, you know, he's at your place or she's at your place or you're at their place, you need to send a proof of life text message to your friends regularly. Like I always do this and I always suggest this. Have it set up with your friends where maybe every hour, every two hours, they need to text you or they should be expecting a text message from you no matter what because this person is still a stranger and what i'll do because one of my friends she went out with a guy and i didn't hear from her so i'm like i sent her a message i'm like hey are you safe and she's just like yes i'm good and i'm like prove that it's you like because you know they could easily take your phone and you know text <laughs> so i was like proof that it's you and then she sent me like a text message it was just a name but because of that name i knew that it was her you know maybe she was doing whatever grown-ups do i don't know but like you need to send a proof of life text message to your friend how about a system set up that expect a text expect a call or you call me i call you whatever so that i know that it's you and you're still alive if you're out at three, four in the morning, send the proof of life text. Yeah, and just well, be and, safe. And, like, I mean, yeah. be as safe as you possibly can. And, and I know this is like a dark topic, but it's going to get better soon, especially with our guests coming <laughs> on. But I just wanted to touch on this because this, this is very, very important. Seven, seven innocent women were killed because of this one guy, and I don't want to because this type of shit that started the podcast for not to, to deter women from or men. From doing online dating because of dumbasses like this who think their voices in their head are telling them to kill people or their lawyer tells them to say some stupid shit like that but it's it's just it's just and it could have been true it could have been voices in his head that told him to do that but you know let's you know maybe if you if you kind of sense you know the red flags we discussed last episode if you sense at any point something is off remove yourself from the situation period yeah yeah make sure that that, I mean, that the door are not locked like if he if he put that <laughs> that that slam lock on when, when you come on you're like yo can you take it off just let me just make you feel safe like this is just like a bomb lock don't don't hit that slam lock (laughs) exactly if he even has a slam lock you might want to think twice like all right let's maybe go to my place or something like that maybe pat him down too like if he's coming to your house hide your kids hide your wife hide your knives so that only you have access to them do not leave your drinks anywhere drink drink all your drink before you go to the bathroom or take a drink with you to the bathroom don't trust anyone yeah exactly or just you know make sure it's in a bottle like a bottled water container that way you can easily take it with you yeah definitely not gonna roofie me but um on to the next thing we have a letter yes or you might say a dm this time someone um slid into the um dbns podcast dm which you can do if you want to ask us questions or or need some advice or want to tell a story about one of your dates you've got mail i got mail yay i got mail yay yes 
So shout out number like first and foremost, shout out to all of our listeners. Yes. Um, because of you guys, we are gaining so much popularity. We are in so many different countries at this point. Like we are netting, you know, so many listens per episode so we appreciate you guys hanging in there with us and enjoying the entertainment that we are attempting to provide um this particular dm came from a dubai listener and it's extremely long shout out to dubai um it's extremely long so i'm gonna shorten it as best as i can um so she states that she met this guy on tinder um she lives in dubai the guy who she met on tinder um also used to uh live in dubai but i think what i got from it is that he's from the united states um when they met on tinder he was actually gonna go to the united states and he was only in dubai at that point for what 24 more hours and she didn't want to meet up with him because she thought okay he's gonna be gone so it's gonna be a waste of time but because of his you know his personality she's like ah he's sweet let's go ahead and meet um she picked a place um because a place essentially for him he he mentioned that he loved shisha show so shisha so she found a place for that purpose um she didn't really get dressed up because she didn't have any expectations she's just like whatever uh they met had a great time okay okay so yeah they went back to his hotel room um one would presume for a nightcap but they didn't they just listened to music um she said that they just spent the one night that he had you know left in dubai together nothing happened actually she does say um the next day he packed dropped her off at the airport um she kept thinking about him but she was thinking like all right he's gone so she's probably not gonna see him again i'll just take it for what it was but then he messaged her when he was leaving from um dubai when he arrived to the united states on the plane etc he's just like can't stop thinking about you had such a great time they kept in touch um and he mentioned to her that he was really serious about seeing where things would go and she told him which like i totally applaud her for she's like look i am not interested in being your pit stop girl she's like you know it it would have to be something serious and he's like yeah you know i love that idea let's do it and when he got back to dubai he was only going to be there for 24 hours again um she picked him up from the airport she took him to the mall to get some things she took him to her favorite you know spots he met some of her friends they had a good night um later that evening he spent time trying to get his flight changed Mm. from the morning to the evening so he could chill with her some more um he paid that was cool right he paid for the bill for her and her friends um you know so now her friends are are impressed with this guy she's seeing she ends up um taking him back to the airport you know hopefully i'll see you again soon and then that's when the ghosting started um he stopped texting as much 
always claimed it was the Wi-Fi. Um, he's like, no, everything is good. It's just the Wi-Fi. So I'm thinking that they're, that they're using WhatsApp. Messages were... More likely. Yeah. Maybe. Could have been WhatsApp. Yeah. So then he's like... Um, making like empty promises like i'm gonna come and try to see you um but then didn't um so she sent a message to him she's like i want to invest in you and i think we have something worth at least trying but i'm not gonna start making plans with you and then you know coming to see you on days that i'm free and spending my money if you don't feel the same i don't want to waste my time but you know you know from the start you know you knew how she felt about things from the start basically um so she's like she wanted to keep in touch and see how it goes but he doesn't reach out like he used to he ignored her completely ignored her and she didn't even specify how long but you know he just completely ignored her message like hey are you traveling soon like basically anything really what happens like once again after another american guy her Wasted time. Okay, so the other was gonna go. So she's disappointed that it happened, and you know, I don't. I guess. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this whole international tendering thing? Yeah, I was just saying that the um, the ignoring the whole text thing, I don't like. Okay. Well, the thing is, because I've I talked to her um in the DM in the DM and everything about it. Um, I came up with two conclusions. Um, either he lost interest in the whole thing. Um, I'm not sure how. Um, or he's actually married and he's unable to text. Um, that's the whole thing. But the thing is, um, she, um, she updated me as well because he wants her to come to where he's at. Um, so that's like, it's like a weekend thing. So maybe he's not married, but if, if you're, to ignore that whole text, maybe it, it may be a Wi-Fi issue. It didn't go through because it's a big file, but I doubt it. But that that that's kind of fucked up. Just say, hey, fuck that text. What you what, what you doing about traveling? I agree. I totally agree. And I think that I don't know. Maybe even if he's not married, which is a possibility, the Wi-Fi and eh, possibly. I kind of think it's one of those things where he probably just likes some vacation or international pussy when he's over there on business. Like, if he's traveling, then why not? Like, you know, yeah. it's available if it's being offered. So, and if it's not even the sex thing, it's just somebody to hang out with and spend time with. But not, you know, not someone he can take seriously, especially after just 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. So... It's it's something where the, along the lines that he he he's not communicating. Like when she was asking me this, she was asking me if this is like a an American thing, and I was telling her it's like the hunter gathering situation. Hunter gather situation. Men always want to chase, want to chase, but once they get what they need, that 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 need for yeah. the chase is gone. You either find another. Hopefully, there's another interest to keep you there, but if there's not any more interest to keep you there. Yeah. Then they're gone. That's true. And I think that, like, you know, if you're tendering internationally, I just feel like the underlying goal or mission is a hookup. Like, unless you were tendering. Okay, yeah, if, if it's like an international thing. Um, 
in your own like vacation or business trip. Unless you got the money to fly right, back. Like, but I feel like if that was the case, you probably would be I don't know, maybe on Match or eHarmony or <laughs> like, you know, seeking yeah. arrangements Philippines or I feel like you'd be on a different site if you were looking <laughs> for something meaningful during your travels. The, the, the thing I'm just thinking about is if he had 24 hours to leave, why is he on Tinder to- swiping? What's the what's the need? What's the cause? That's just, that's just to get someone... They have because you you swipe when you go on vacation. Yeah, it's generally to meet someone temporarily so, to like when I, it wasn't to hook up. When I went, um, you know, up north, it wasn't to hook up. I wanted to meet somebody to show me the city. No expectations, no sex, no nothing. When I went to Mississippi, same thing. Like I'm bored. Like let's hang out, but I don't want to have sex. So you can, but I mean, again, I was in the United States. Like if I'm going previously prior to freckler bay if i was going to like i don't know in italy or something with some italian men and i'm on tinder like hey let's make it do what it do like i don't know i'm here for a good time not a long time so maybe he maybe he got something that he couldn't go through with or or he didn't he didn't really want and that's that's the thing. Like maybe, maybe he wanted to someone to hang out with and bit more than he could choose. I was saying, or chew more than you could bite. Yeah, or it's called, saying it's called. But he 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 took too more. He took too much. Yeah, he took too much than more than he had. So maybe he wasn't. He he, he wants something, but doesn't want something. He wants to be with her, but doesn't see that's how true. he's going to be because with her. of the distance and maybe he's not there often and maybe long distance just doesn't work for him i had a i had a situation yeah. like that before and it was yeah. just like i don't know for me being a woman you know talking on the phone to you every day facetiming with you every day was just enough you know but for him because it was international you know he was in like a completely different country we had fun during the time that we were together but you know it's like he probably needed more, you know, and I got to understand you got to respect it. So I think that she should probably if she's looking for an American guy to have something meaningful with, she should probably go to a different site, not Tinder. And she should also put in her bio that she is looking for an American guy, maybe to marry and move to america i don't know maybe she should lower her standards and get like a pot belly guy who has you know missing some teeth i don't know depending on what she's after is the site she should go to but if she's looking for you know an american guy to actually build something with i don't know if tinder's the right app yeah like i, I i'm not sure if she was seeking an american guy it just happened to be Amer- american well, she guy she mentioned that the guy after it's just kind of was also american because Oh, oh, okay. But he doesn't. The, this guy doesn't. He's American, but he doesn't live in America. Okay. Well, he works and he works. The flight is three hours away. So it's like here to Atlanta or here to flight is only two hours. But um, yeah. maybe here to Florida. But it's, she she said the flight wasn't expensive. But this is Dubai. We're talking oh, about sure. the money's different over there. Very true. <laughs> Definitely. Right. So, <laughs> but um. But she actually reached out because she wanted to get both of our advice. I gave her my advice in a DM. I gave some of it on here as well. But she wanted to hear your point of view 
on the whole my thing. My point of view is um, if you feel like he's playing games, decide where you are in your life. Do you want to play games back? Because if you would like to play games back, then you just finesse him. You know, finesse him. If we don't know what that actually means, Google it. YouTube it. Listen to some rap songs. Finesse him. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary, if you're at that point in your life. If you're not at that point in your life where you have time on your hands to play games, move on. And in her email, she did say that this happened with this guy. He ghosted her, and the American guy that she was talking to after that ghosted her. So it could just be American guys aren't your thing. American guys should are hardly... American girls think so. I don't know how this gonna work for you. Like, it may work better for you because you're like exotic, but shit, it don't. It hardly work for us. So I don't know. But if you, yeah. I mean, once you know, if I'm ever not dating Freckler Bay anymore, if you send me a guy from, you know, UAE from Dubai, then maybe I can find an American guy for you, and we can just do like a foreign exchange. <laughs> I don't think that's a foreign a foreign exchange to do with students. <laughs> Not I didn't say foreign exchange like students. I, I didn't say student. We could just do a foreign exchange. <laughs> oh, it could be men. I mean, but we do have we have a coach coming on uh, that we interviewed a sex coach. And doesn't the sex coach mention that you your partner has to be your student? So he he would be my foreign exchange yeah. student. Teach yeah, him what you true, like. True. So. But um, yeah. But if you have, if you want to send us, if you want to ask us questions, send us stories. Um, send us a story with needing advice on a situation. You can DM us. Our Instagram is DBNS Podcast. I'm DBNS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That's DBNS Dating But Nothing Serious acronym podcast. Um, or the email is ask dbns podcast so it's a-s-k-d-b-n-s at gmail.com sorry too much podcast juice um hey, never too much podcast yeah. juice. but next up is our interview with ty shaw so stay tuned great 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 topics hit on a lot of things you may want to set up an appointment with her for your sex life so we're about to get into our interview new partner that we're partnered with called better help they are an online therapy company. They're the top therapy online company in the world. Um, in order to use them, you must be 18 years older. It's not a crisis line, and they're all licensed therapists. They're available worldwide for communication modes, so you can do it through text, chat, phone, or video. And you can start communicating within 24 hours. Very simple. You can download the app on your desktop, mobile web, Android, or iOS apps. Schedule video and phone sessions generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more. Um, they have a broad expertise and networks which may not be locally available in many areas. And financial aid is available as well. They're secure, convenient, and professional. And the best part, they're affordable. So go ahead and check them out. You can go to betterhelp.com forward slash DBNS. Again, it's betterhelp.com forward slash DBNS and tell them who's in. Now, here's All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We have a special guest on. Go by the name Super of Super special guest. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Go by the name of Ty. Ty Shaw. Um, how are you doing today, Ty? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. And We're for glad pe- you could actually join us today. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. We had a little trouble, but we made it. 
Yes. We yes. got here. <laughs> um, for people who don't know, can you explain exactly what do you do? Well, I do a lot of things, um, okay. but in a nutshell, I'm a holistic healer, uh, somatic sex educator, and intimacy coach. Okay. What's a somatic sex educator? So essentially, a somatic sex educator teaches, instead of just using demos or videos or what you would consider sex education that they teach in school, which is quite incomplete and bereft, of any sort of, you know, substance. Um, a somatic sex educator heals through body-based experiences. So the whole science behind it is that trauma is held within the body, right? Okay. And it kind of messes with our neurochemistry. So what we have to do is rewire the body to accept pleasure, to work trauma it from the inside out, if you will. So that could include massage, breath techniques. So, you know, instead of going to a therapist where all you would kind of do is talk and maybe do homework, with a somatic sex mm -hmm. educator, you would have physical exercises, physical one-way interaction, so on and so forth. Is this something that you do with couples or is it just kind of like one-on-one? -on -one? Same question I was going to ask. Yeah, both. <laughs> Both. Okay. I help couples as an educator and coach, whether they are having intimacy issues, communication issues, they want to try or explore some new sexual technique or fetish or kink. I help them with all those things um, and individuals. You know, there are plenty of women, as we know, over 70 percent of women are anorgasmic um, and just have a variety of issues, whether it's from abuse, trauma, etc., just sort of holding us back from fully being sexual, you know, whether it's the culture of shame, the patriarchy, all the isms you could name. We hold mm -hmm. the trauma and we got to work it out. <laughs> so okay. that's what I hope. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, so this might be a little bit out there, but are you able to, to help women be able to squirt? Absolutely. 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 I've actually given classes and workshops specifically on that for what? groups of women. When is um, the next one? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, if I get enough interest, I would certainly have another one. I, the last one I did was about a year ago. Um, and, but mostly I get women one-on-one -on -one who, you know, kind of don't want to say that out in public, but need to see somebody to figure it out. Okay. He asked you that because it's been like an ongoing topic for this particular podcast because he was with a squirter and I'm like well sh I really need to learn how to do this and um, a lot of our listeners you know they want to squirt too so that's why he asked yeah. well, I think it's a great thing to to do really it's about a couple of things a how much fluid do you have in your body are you dehydrated do you have enough fluid to to create and produce what you need depending on the type of volume you're aiming for um what sort of manipulation and techniques are you using um and how aroused are you before you or your partner or both start manipulating that g-spot um and mm -hmm. are you comfortable enough that when that i got a pee feeling comes on that you'll press down and you'll let it come out because that's also a big factor people think they're going to pee and they hold back the orgasm um, or the ejaculation because they're not always the same you can ejaculate without an orgasm there's that too. I, I read about that recently. I was like, oh, I didn't, because I never knew that. Right. It's about filling the G spot with fluid, you know, and then pressing down and being able to get enough pressure to shoot it out. Um, so should we, should we go tinkle before sex or just let the bladder fill up so you can just pee all over him? 
<laughs> I was well. There's a place where one may not have anything to do with the other because female okay. ejaculate comes from the female prostate and it's not urine. You okay. know, so whether your whether your bladder is full or not is not going to affect the amount of fluid you can build in the G spot. Now there may be some urine in that that fluid, but it's not urine. Okay. Um, so one won't really have much to do with the other. Your level of comfort might. You know what I'm saying? Because it can be uncomfortable to have sex on a full bladder. And then you can yeah. put yourself at risk for, you know, urinary tract infection, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That's true. You just, just got to find a balance, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking for it. So I, I have a question that's kind of like out there, too. Sorry, but this is not like a PC podcast. So we ask very inappropriate shit. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, my entire work is in the realm of inappropriate. So I guess I'm right <laughs> home, You know, it's not like I'm out here doing G-rated shit. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing on this podcast is ever G-rated. Right. Um, so you are coaching couples. How hot and steamy does that get? And like, do they just have full-blown sex in front of you? Or how does that work? It depends on the couple and how far into our process we've gotten. Has that happened? Sure. I coach couples through sex. I coach individuals through masturbation. Um, What techniques are they Mm -hmm. using? Particularly people with like porn addiction who, you know, are having challenges around their erectile function or their ability to orgasm as a result of the porn. Um, We'll try masturbation coaching and, and other techniques to help them. So Folks being nude in front of me or performing sexual acts in front of me is sort of a part of the job description. <laughs> okay. okay. And I saw like no, go ahead. so totally disconnected to just not just join everybody personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> well, you know, somatic sex educators do adhere to a pretty strict code of ethics. Um, and interestingly enough, it, it's sexual and physical for them, but it's not necessarily sexual for me. Um, okay. because in that role, I'm more of an observer, a coach, a guide, um, not a participant. Okay. Okay. I get that. And, and on your page, it said tantric sex. Now, yes. only time I've, I've ever seen or heard about this is from, I think, American Pie 2. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm not 100% sure what it is. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So Tantra, depending okay. on who you're talking to, you're going to get a wide variety of definitions. But in the West, in these days, what it refers to is sacred sexuality um, and basically the merging of your sexuality and your spirituality. So Tantric sex or your sex becomes Tantric in nature when you embrace a Tantric lifestyle and approach sex Tantrically, meaning you make ritual out of it, you infuse spirit in it, and you use it towards spiritual ends you know okay so, so what does like... that look like exactly so that looks like in terms of a couple it can look like a tantric ritual between lovers which could include certain yoga poses eye gazing chanting certain mantras um it could look like energy work because there's also sort of uh shamanistic tantra where you kind of fuse the energy projection and genital reflexology for healing and sort of spiritual development as well with your sex. So um, you're not really touching each other. No, you're absolutely touching each other. You okay. can um, start off not touching with the breathing and the eye gazing and other techniques, but 
it involves touch, it involves tantric massage, being present, being aware, again, fusing the ritual with the sex act. Um, an example of that would be like giving what I like to call a tantric blowjob, right? So yeah. instead of just straight going in with whatever your technique might be, there, there's a point where you can actually project energy through the tongue to the penis to affect the entire body. Mm. Um, and that's where tantric. Well, the penis has several reflexology points uh, or acupressure, acupoints, you know. Um, so every part of the penis correlates to another part of the body. Um, and the parts of the body that you can project energy from, you know, are your hands, your feet, your mouth, and your genitals. Mm. Okay. That's very, very interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting over here trying to visualize, like, like, let me take some notes. I'm about to figure out how to give this masterful blowjob. <laughs> so, I mean, there are people with videos out there. Um, I haven't made any, any videos. Most of my privates, my, my clients are pretty private and confidential about theirs. But folks like um, Shantam Natyama, uh, Sasha Cobra. You can uh, Google or YouTube. They have videos basically doing tantric energy work, and you'll see that essentially they're bringing the person to orgasm without touching. By is and, it and like an outer body it. experience? No, you're fully in that body. It's an in okay. your body experience. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so they have to be like tantra. under the influence. No, not at all. Um, it's about affecting a person's energy field. You know, just and, and that's just okay. it. Yeah, it's about your energy field. Hmm. Okay, so is there any way you could give some advice to our listeners, starting with our female listeners and our guy listeners, top advice for how to get your person, let's just say this was like a heterosexual situation, to that point? Like, what is something, a technique they could do to just blow the person's mind? Oh, wow. Um... In terms of Tantra, in terms of Tantra, I, I don't know that there are any techniques that I would say to just spring on your partner. <laughs> I ain't doing that. No, ma'am. Um, you know, I, I, I can't, I cannot go there. What I would, what I would say for the female listeners who are looking to increase their energy overall, their sexual energy, and want to learn how to squirt to help them do that, um, I would recommend the Enjoy Pure Wand. It's a curved stainless steel wand that gives the right amount of pressure that you need on that G-spot. I would recommend manipulating and putting an, uh, pressure on the G-spot as you manipulate the clit externally as well until okay. you come. And okay, I would and connect, yeah. So would that be like um, them playing with their clit while while they're having sex? Yes, they could do that. They could play with their clit while they're having sex. Their lover could play with their clit while they're having sex. The more manipulation, the better. But wait until you're extremely aroused, lots of lubrication, and and use that toy to put the right amount of pressure on that G-spot. What's the name of that toy? It is by Enjoy, N-J-O-Y, and it's called the Pure Wand. Pure wand, okay. Yeah, it's one what of the things I recommend the, most. What about for couples who don't use those types of toys? Is there anything yeah. else I could so, do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So a couple of things I would recommend. I would recommend breast massage 
for an extended period of time to really heighten your arousal, then go into a yoni massage, uh, massaging the entire external vulva. Okay. And right where you're at the tip, where you're ready to come because of that external manipulation, then go inside and start to manipulate the G spot, adding that pressure. And as you feel that urge to pee coming on, press down. Okay. Release and pee. I gotcha. Release and pee. Release and pee. <laughs> that happened to Gary a lot. Yeah. Like the girl it just happened. peed on him like a lot. Yeah. She peed in my face. Once. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Without it any happens. warning. Yeah. Right. I, 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 didn't, I didn't expect it at all. She didn't warn me until afterwards. But Hey, if you want the cat, you got to take the kittens. It happens. She's our hero. So she's like the unofficial hero of the podcast just because she did that. And so many women want to, you know, because the guy, he can, you know, ejaculate on your face. So you kind of want to return the favor. Right on his nose, child. I'm not mad at yes. you. You know, just go on and take that blessing and keep it right. Okay. Go on and take that blessing. And what about for the guy? What about him? Okay, so for the woman, we're doing either a massage or the enjoy toy. So to get a guy to that point and just like blow his mind, what would, what could a female listener do or try? I would say to practice your fellatio with a cucumber and practice relaxing your throat and see how far you can get that cucumber down the throat. Mm. If you, and practice such that you can get your mouth all the way to the base of his penis, relaxing your neck and stick your tongue out to the scrotum. That's well, going to be a win. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be a win. I feel like I'm gagging just over here thinking about it. <sighs> so yeah, I get actually a pre- an acupressure point in, on your hand, your right hand, between your thumb and your forefinger. If you press it as you're putting something down your throat, you will not gag. It actually prevents the gag reflex. Hmm. So that's something hmm. that a guy could do, like hold her hand and squeeze while she's... Interesting. Yeah. Or she could, or she could, or, you know, if she's not using her hands, if she has a good positioning with her mouth and neck, then she could do it herself. Okay. So you, so that's something that you probably would teach a couple is like giving hit like that way. Absolutely. Or any other techniques they'd like to explore. I get a okay. lot of couples with, especially black couples. I get a lot of them with interest in kink and BDSM and things they want to try on that side, but are kind of a little nervous about. Um, different fellatio techniques and also multiple partner scenarios, like how to approach it, what to do, you know, that kind of stuff. Cause I was listening to another podcast and they, they read like listener letters and there were, there was a letter about a woman who, whose boyfriend could not make her, um, orgasm during sex, never have and never did. They think they were together for like five years. And then he offered to bring someone else into the relationship and, he, and she, and the other guy was able to do it. So. Right. So you're something that you can teach the guy how to do is make the woman orgasm. So here's here's the problem with that statement. The first issue is you can't make nobody do nothing. Okay. It, if when you're coming, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, you can't do that. That's that's not how it works. You know, if from a tantric worldview, right, from a tantric mm-hmm. perspective, our natural state is bliss and orgasm. The body naturally wants to orgasm. But through our experiences, our conditioning, the false ways in which we have to live and we can't live in our truth, 
we bury our orgasmic nature. So what you're doing is you're learning techniques to help this woman accept her nature and allow her body to do what it naturally wants to do. Um, you're not making her do anything. Okay. But in terms of techniques to help her do that, absolutely, we work together to do that. Okay. This, this, all this is very interesting because I've never <laughs> been into, into your world before. Like, I've had sex, right. but not to the extent where you're going into it. <laughs> right. You just. But, but that's you, the you difference between a general. Devil. Right. That's the difference between a general practitioner and a specialist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is, that's a good comparison. Because, you know, you dibble and dabble. You do your candles. You do your massage. But then when you, like, really go in depth, it is like a whole new world. That it is. Right. <laughs> so so, how, so how, how long have you been teaching and doing this? Oh, Lord. Um, I have been <laughs> practicing... <laughs> Okay. I have been practicing Tantra for about 12, 13 years. I have been teaching Tantra, I want to say for about five or six. Um, and for the first few years, I only took students on a very, very select basis. Um, and now I'm starting to do more groups and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been cool. And I'm is everything like face to face? I'm sorry? Is everything face to face or can you do virtual or... No, both. I have clients who are out of town. I will coach virtually via Zoom. Um, but of course, for the hands-on body work, it is in person. Okay. I have a, like a shallow question. In this type of field, is it difficult to have, like, a, like, are you married? If I could ask, is it hard to have like a committed relationship? Well, those are two different questions um, or three different questions. Um, <laughs> am I married? No. That is totally by choice. I have been engaged several times, but I don't know that that's what I want to do. <laughs> so, I understand. You know, I, yeah, I you know, understand. I don't know that that's what I want to do. Um, is it difficult to be in a committed relationship? No, not for me, because I attract secure men. Okay. I think that mm -hmm. if you don't and you engage in secure men, then yes, you might have some challenge. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like that that statement because I'm because I'm having trouble because me doing this podcast is causing trouble in my dating life. But I'm not going to stop if you're not comfortable with it. Then you're not the one for me. But I understand that. Mm -hmm. But that says you had to look at something in yourself. What in you is magnetizing people with this level of security? Um, and that's what you're gonna have to address if you want to change the type of person you're attracting. Okay. Hmm. Huh. That okay. was deep. That was deep. <laughs> like, what's going on internally, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> what in you needs that? And typically, it's something in you that wants to be wanted, that wants somebody who feels a little of that fire. You know, people like, these men like to say they want you to be all docile, but y'all like them good and crazy. And that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> that's true. That's what happened. That's true. You know? Yeah. Well, um, do you have any more questions, Tasha? She, well, Natasha, answered, Natasha. <laughs> she answered the ones that I had. Well, I, I do have one other question. Okay. So I saw on your Instagram page, actually, you had a couple of posts about how many women do not orgasm during intercourse. Mm -hmm. Why is that? <laughs> is it because a man Honey. finishes first? Is it because a man finishes first or because he doesn't know what he's doing or because she's or size? I don't think size. size for me, size doesn't oh. matter. 
You know, I find I find those options interesting because all of them put the onus on the men. And we, we have to examine that, too, because that says that your orgasm is somebody else's responsibility. And that's not real. Mm. You have a responsibility to explore your body, to find your own pleasure. So when a, a lover is approaching you, they're approaching you as a student, not a not a teacher. Great. You, you, <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And, you know, you take that journey together, that sort of mutual discovery. So that's that's the first piece I kind of find problematic. The second thing is that it's you, you have society. Society and culture teaches us that women who like sex are the nasty ones, the thoughts, the hoes. Mm -hmm. And ain't, don't nobody love them hoes, but that's all a lie because everybody love hoes. They're the universal <laughs> peacemakers. Everybody loves hoes. That's the longest. That's the that's the longest professional. Let's job. be real. These, yeah. these men out here, they try to get money. They try to get careers so they can get better hoes, so they can afford mm -hmm. hoes. The only men complaining about spending money on women are men who don't have any money because men like to spend money on women. It's a part True. of that whole exchange. Let's just be real. That's so, why the strip club exists. But when you come yeah. up in a in a culture that is modern Christianity and the patriarchy and the isms that tells you sex begins when his dick gets hard and ends when it goes down. Sex is about showing up, opening your legs and better act like you don't like it or you're nasty and you need to be wife-like, whatever the fuck that means. So of course right. that's not a recipe for an orgasm. <laughs> and then you have the men who come in, they don't have any real skill. They learn everything from porn. They, they're not coming in it from a place of let me bring this person pleasure they're thinking that they showed up with their penises and as long as they pump that equals pleasure who's telling them otherwise me so having so, <laughs> so having that so having that conversation is important for before you have sex having a conversation on what pleasures you and what pleasures them yeah or during sex communication i don't know why people act like you got to turn off the lights and get silent as soon as your drawers come off whatever yeah. happened to how do you want to be touched? How do you like, how does this feel to you? Is this enjoyable to you? What would you like for me to do to you? And you have a voice for it too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm guilty of like some real random shit during the act. I might be like, so what you gonna do tomorrow? Just like straight during right. the act. I have like a whole conversation. <laughs> like, oh, like, <laughs> What did they say the one who was gonna be tomorrow? It's like not to not to take away anything from the guy. It's normally something that I do to kind of keep me from orgasming so quickly because I feel like I'm like you know a quicker. But um, mm. I'll definitely have a whole conversation about little people and rainbows. Anything to no, I can't get, not rainbows. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Just to keep me from finishing. Well, then that tells me that there's probably a, 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 mis a mischievous submissive inside you. And you're, you're going to need a lover that's dominant enough to eradicate that. And that tell way. you to shut up. I don't know. She might. I mean, <laughs> they might not have to say that. They might not have to say that. That can come across in action. Yeah. Yeah. Just choke me. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with right. that, too. <laughs> Bring you right back on down to earth. Right. Yeah. Right. And then it's going to be over. And I'm like, well, I told you, let's just talk about the clouds and shit. Now you get off of me and go finish and do what you got to do. See? But no, but you should continue through it so you can get those multiple orgasms. 
that's the beginning. That's where it all starts. Someone yeah. like I posted on our page that we was gonna have a sex coach on, and a guy a guy asked me to ask you, um, how can a guy have multiple orgasms during a sex? I I don't think it's possible. Is that something that's of possible? It is. Of course it is. It's like the basis of Taoist philosophy uh, and tantric philosophy. Um, so, yes, you can become multi-orgasmic. One of the books that I would recommend is The Multi-Orgasmic Man by Montauk Chia. Um, hmm. And one of the, the way in which a man achieves multi-orgasm is by learning how to retain and recirculate their ejaculation. Because one of the sort of misunderstandings that people have is that orgasm and ejaculation have to be one and the same. And that's actually a learned response. You can yeah. orgasm and experience that orgasm in your penis, in your entire body, without having to ejaculate. And draw that ejaculate back on in and recirculate it. Um, and that, that's, that's pretty Taoist in nature. That's the purpose of like the microcosmic orbit and all this other esoteric stuff about that specific science. Okay. Mm. And if our listeners want to find you, how can they find you? Um, they can find me on my website. I am Tyshaw.com. That's I-A-M-T-Y-S-H-A-W.com. All right. And thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on. Um, yes, okay. ma'am. It was a pleasure talking to you. (laughs) Very entertaining. I'm going to get some books and look on YouTube. (laughs) I know that's right. Yeah, Google Sasha Cobra, you'll see an example of what I mean by tantric uh, energy work. You'll see. Okay. I'm excited. All right. All right. Take care. Yes. Um, Yes. Make sure you follow um, her, support her, um, check out the. the YouTube uh, and books that she's referencing, like, you know, step up your, your intimacy game. Yeah, because um, there's a lot of things that I'm going to look into and I already, already started Googling shit while she was talking <laughs> about certain things. <laughs> so that that multiple man orgasm situation, I'm trying to be about that life. So if that's out there, yeah, I'm trying to get it. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. So I'm trying to get to that level. I'm trying to get to that level. Another I'm Dragon Ball Z. I'm trying to get to that Super Saiyan 1, Super <laughs> Saiyan 2 level. Come. <laughs> Tell us all about it. Tell us all about you squirting when you get to the squirting level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um. As always, we have our Patreon going on right now. Um, so if you want to check out our Patreon, we have several offers on there. Our site has several links to go through. Um, I'm mad I didn't mention this during um, the Amazon Prime Day thing. You could use our, our website link to get all your Prime Day deals. But next Prime Day, go use that. Um, support us any way you can. Um, all proceeds will go to the podcast, getting our site together new equipment maybe so it's just helping you out it's, it's not just and let's use our electricity so paying bills as well so it's, yes. it's, it's a fun hobby but if we can make money from it from your help then we'll keep doing the podcast so we'll just keep doing it giving you advice giving you some feedback because i know i get a lot of feedback saying these conversations that we're having y'all are having as well some of y'all want to chime in so if you want to chime in and maybe hop on an episode we have something about that in the patreon so go ahead and check that out. You might be able to get on an episode with us. Yes. We'd love to have you. Yes. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening to um, Dating But Nothing Serious with Gary and Natasha. Natasha and Gary signing off. Ciao, ciao.